well, the future's uncertain. No one really knows what will be after this whole coronavirus thing. But maybe someone can point us in the right direction. Maybe someone by the name of Sly Stallone, in the other name of John Spartan, where he goes into the distant future to battle his arch-nemesis, Simon Phoenix, in Demolition Man. We're talking it. We're talking Taco Bell. We're talking commercial jingles. We're talking how the hell to use the three three seashells. We're talking all of this in a very, very be well, Troy to the Max Extreme edition of the review. Review. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I am Troy to the Max Extreme. And I am John Spartan. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the tension was palpable. I didn't know what you were going to say. Uh, That's right. Later on in the show, we are going to be diving into the far flung future of 2032. But well, right now, we're staying in the year 2020, okay? We're going to be yeah. talking about the now, okay? And we're going to be starting with something that Joel gives no shits about. And that is that Ruby Rose has uh, unexpectedly quit before the airing, or not even the airing, but the filming of season two of CW's Batwoman. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh Fans have speculated many reasons why, because she has not come out for a reason why. Uh, some think that is the long hours of shooting a television show has kind of got her down, because she came from the uh, the world of movies before she was in this television program. Yeah, uh, Not even like in the world of starring in movies, like being like the hot chick that just shows up. Yeah. So, like, she was, like, a huge get, too, and I I remember, like, having it be a big deal when she signed on to be Batwoman, and I really had no idea who she was, but, like, going in and just watching, like, the big mega events that they do, like, every winter, she is, like, the weakest link in all, in all of this. She kind of <laughs> yeah, sucks. Yeah, she's not, like, the best actress. No, she sucks. Like, Grant Gustin, <laughs> M- Melissa Benoist, and uh, Stephen Amell... For they're they're I, they're like great CW actors, okay? They they do their job yeah. very well, but she comes off so flat that I'm like bored to tears. <laughs> uh, she also, I guess, did have a herniated disc while filming season one as well, so maybe she just doesn't want to do something as physical anymore. Who knows? If she's gonna get recast, they already have an easy way to do it because they jump across dimensions all the time. So, like, it can just be another Batwoman if they still want to use it. I even heard that they cast, like, a Bruce Wayne already anyway for that little universe, kind of. because Oh, they, my God. They casted the guy, uh, Hush. And Hush, like, makes Bruce Wayne's face, like, he surgically constructs a Bruce Wayne face and puts it on, you know? Oh, yeah? so Sweet. I actually like the character of Hush. Yeah, they did a roundabout way of casting, like, a quote Bruce Wayne by having it be Hush. So they can just make a Batman show now if they want. 
doesn't really matter. Besides the fact that they're already coming out with a Superman and Lois show, or Clark and Lois show, as well as adding it to the dog pile of the other CW shows they still have going on, too. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. So, you know, they got a, they got enough going on. Uh, yeah. More, uh, more news, JT. Uh, now, more news? <laughs> when when uh, The Simpsons came over to Disney+, Plus. Oh, I would say when Disney Plus aired and had Simpsons on it, it was uh, met with mixed results, being that, yay, every Simpsons episode is here, but nay, it's all in some weird aspect ratio, and it's like cutting off half the screen, and we're missing jokes and all this kind of stuff. Well. Oh, yeah. There's like sometimes, like, I'll watch episodes on there where it's like, Mar like you're supposed to be watching Marge talk, and it like cuts off like half her head while mm -hmm. she's talking. Yeah, or like you you're completely missing punchlines on the like side of the screen. Well, fear not because come at the end of this month, May 28th, Disney Plus is going to be fixing that aspect ratio and everything will be going back to the correct uh format uh well, time period accurate anyway. When it jumps to being like a widescreen show, it'll be shown in widescreen. And the aspect ratio for the full screen isn't going to be, like, all this weird, like, uh, made-to-fit-your-television <laughs> very poorly formatted, you know? So that's good. Because I was actually yeah. just watching... Some... I, yeah. I, I will look forward to that. I was actually just watching some Simpsons earlier today. I Granted, it was, like, a newer episode, so it wasn't as affected. But, like, uh... Yeah, I, I'd be, I mean, I'd be glad <laughs> to to get some uh, at least good looking Simpsons up on Disney Plus. Um, did you yes. see it that they actually have collections up there too? Like, they have curated like. Yeah, I saw they put collections up there. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I was watching some today, all dealing with uh, some member of the Simpsons family becomes like a rock star or a musician or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah, no They've had so many episodes that, like, everyone has done everything ever. <laughs> so, it was good. The only thing that Macy, she, because Macy prompts me to watch The Simpsons often, more often than not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's only interested in the opening titles. Because if we just start <laughs> one where we left off, she'll be all upset that she didn't get to see the words in the clouds. And so we'll just start it all over. <laughs> And we actually started a random one today where the beginning of the episode didn't have an opening credits. It just showed, like, an episode from the Tracy Ullman show. Like, a short, and then it went, yeah. in, and then it went into the show. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. So, of course, Macy did not like it. <laughs> and so we had to watch an, an entirely new episode for no reason. <laughs> uh, but anyway, May 28th, Disney Plus fixing that Simpsons. Um, yeah. And, well, the only thing I want them to do now is I want them to do the the random episode thing now. Like, uh, I think Simpsons World did that, where you could just push a button that says random episode, and it'll play a random episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, uh, We talked a little bit about uh, the Unreal 5 engine last week, where, like, next-gen consoles are going to just look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and oh, all yeah. stuff on them. Well, granted, this is from Sony, so take it with a grain of salt. But uh, they tout that the PlayStation Five 
is 100 times faster than the PlayStation 4. And that's... 100 times better? Yeah, 100 times faster. <laughs> Jesus. I, I know, right? That's, uh, that's a big <laughs> jump. <laughs> so I, uh, I don't know if it's real. I mean, gauging by the uh, tech specs we saw last week when we were talking about them, they would have to be to be able to pump that kind of stuff out. But I'm looking forward to what they bring to the table. Yeah. Um, last bit of news I got, JT, is probably the biggest one that rang our bells the last day and a half. Um, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Have you been online and just seeing all just Snyder Cut stuff? What? <laughs> Have you? Oh my God! Have you seen any of the Snyder Cut stuff that's been? Oh on yeah, the Snyder Cut stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. my God! So yeah, all this fucking yeah. I thought it was dead, and it just never will die no. and go away. It will never. Uh, so being that it was rumored that it was gonna be an HBO Max exclusive, uh. And now the rumor has come true. Like, HBO Max, you'll be coming out at the end of this month as well, on the 27th. And HBO Max is saying that the Snyder Cut will be available 2021 on the platform. Shit. Putting all of the uh, arguments that were dying down back up in the ether <laughs> so they can be <laughs> argued forever into eternity. Uh, now... Troy, I gotta ask you this. Do you think the Snyder Cut actually existed? Or are they just going to add a bunch of scenes that they filmed before and then just add it to the original movie and be like, it's the Snyder Cut? I do not think an actual full cut of the movie existed. No. (laughs) I do not believe that. (laughs) And for all the people that said it did exist and they should put it out, they're stupid, it doesn't exist. He quit very... Like, at a crucial time in the movie making where it wasn't done filming yet. So, that uh, that being said... Yeah, I feel like this is going to be like a, more, like a more elaborate version of like when a studio says, it's the director's cut that no one wanted you to see. Right. <laughs> so... And it's like five minutes I, added to the movie. From what I understand is that what we got in Justice League already only had like 20 minutes of the original Zack Snyder shot stuff in it still. And that's... Yeah. And granted, Justice League was only 90 minutes long, so if there's 20 minutes of it in there, that's still like... That's still quite a bit. That's like a third of the movie is... It's whatever. But there's a lot of stuff that were in the trailers, and apparently like other cast members said that like their cuts were part or their parts were cut drastically. Even some people being cut from the movie altogether. Um, but I also have read that, uh, they're throwing more money at this thing to bring some people back to film missing chunks of the movie. Anywhere oh, upwards between my God. 20 to no, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Snyder cut never existed. They're, it's bullshit. They're throwing tw- twenty to thirty million dollars at this Snyder cut. What to the f- fuck? <laughs> you can make a movie with that much fucking money. Yeah, I know. We've. Uh, I think we watched the Lighthouse, which was made for four million dollars uh, last week. 
God. Um, yeah, also, the Snyder Cut did not exist. They're just gonna... I feel like this is gonna be Batman v Superman all over again, where they're going to add a fucking character that just explains shit to make people be like, it's better! Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this thing could possibly be four hours long. <laughs> Three and a half to four hours long. Four hours? Well, originally, he wanted to do it in two parts. So... This could be three and a half to four hours long or be broken up into like a serial where it's got six chapters and each and there's uh, it's like set out like a series instead. That's what that's a rumor right out now. Um, And that a bunch of the cast and post-production crew are going to be coming back for the movie, such as the composer, the editor all anybody that Zack Snyder worked with, including some of the actors to come back and see if they can touch up some scenes or throw in whole new material to make this thing oh cohesive. <laughs> I would be lying if I'm not curious of what he has to bring to the table, but I am fucking sick of this. <laughs> it, this is such a fucking waste. <laughs> this movie came out two years ago already. Yeah. And no, we and we all know nothing is going to come of this. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck are they doing this? Yeah, they're not. They're not putting it out in theaters, so the the studios don't care. Like maybe if it gets a huge reception, maybe they'll put it out in the theaters. I've seen odder things happen to see if they can recoup more money, but like it's already going to be on HBO Max. So like, why pay money for it? You know. But, yeah, yeah. This yeah, they're, they're just adding they're adding more bullshit to an already giant pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what's been that. It wasn't even fun to be on Twitter today because my circle of Twitter is just all this, and so like that, <laughs> all it was was Snyder cut stuff, and I'm like, God damn, enough! I can't take it anymore. But uh, that's it. That's all the news I got. Do you have anything more oh enlightening <laughs> to give me today? What, what shitty news? <laughs> I, know. I could not find anything entertaining or good, you know? <laughs> or good. <laughs> uh, that being said, have no, you, have you uh, ordered your HBO Now yet? Or HBO Max? I have not ordered HBO Max yet. I uh, I want to get it, but I mean, it's going to be a big leap for me because I'm go- I'm going to be going from stealing my parents' HBO to not having to pay fifteen extra dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm already paying for HBO now, so I might as well just jump on to get that Max. Yeah, so yeah, it's not that big of a leap for you, but I, yeah, I'll probably end up doing it. But, uh, Troy, I got some Sony Marvel movie universe news for you. All right. Because we all know right now they're they're already working on trying to put out Morbius and Venom 2. But now it seems they have another secret project in the works where they might be doing a female-centric film somewhere down the line. Now they're keeping a hush-hush on what character it could possibly be but a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be 
Madam Web. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, why the fuck are they... How is that going to be a fun, centric person? I A big uh, paraplegic... <laughs> Uh, 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 an odd psychic paraplegic that sits in a chair <laughs> sounds riveting. Oh, I wonder who. I wonder what that they can bottle that off of. <laughs> I uh, that that Ma- Madam Web sucks. First of all, okay, like I'm a huge <laughs> I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and I know like he's done everything at this point, but like. When they try to, like, screw with, like, maybe he's, like, always been destined to have his these powers, or they're, like, from, like, a weird spider totem, and it's not, like, some fucking accident that he gets. Like, I, I hate that there's a bunch of other spider people around sometimes, because I'm like, it makes him so not special, and this Madam Web thing even makes it more dumb. It's like, what do you, what is your deal? I never even really liked her in the 90s cartoon, and she showed up, and I'm like, what the fuck is this even? <laughs> so, like, it, but it doesn't surprise me that Sony is going to do that. So. Oh, yeah. They, no, they're just, they're going to prostitute anything they can that's Spider-Man until they get their hands on actual Spider-Man. Ugh. Ugh. They're just, like, strangling it. They're killing it. <laughs> It's too. It's sad. So yeah, look forward. Look forward to that funness. <laughs> can't wait. Uh, what? I can't wait. I can't wait to be disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to be fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, Troy, we saw a trailer for that movie Greyhound, starring Tom Hanks, where uh, he's a captain of a boat that fights submarines or some shit in world war ii <laughs> yeah. well yeah. uh now because of all of what's going on right now it's entering the streaming game but not the streaming service you would think it's actually going to be premiering on apple tv plus okay all right i thought you were gonna say like quibi or something <laughs> something even <laughs> even more bizarre yeah, Quibi. It's gonna show up in five minute segments. <laughs> uh, isn't Quibi already done? Like, is is it like? A, is it done? I don't know. I thought I was reading something where they're just putting all their stuff up on YouTube now because nobody's watching it. <laughs> I don't. Probably not. Well, I heard at one point that they were just offering it for free for a while. I'm gonna look it up. Quibi. <laughs> It's only been downloaded by like a million people. Uh, granted, that's still a lot, but the overall <laughs> rating on the Google Play Store is a three point eight. Hmm, I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Quibby! Oh, Quibs! God damn it, Quibby! Huh? I heard that. Uh, like even. A couple weeks into its like initial launch, it was already like down to like the two hundredth most popular app or something like that. <laughs> like it was way down there. Like there was like they made a uh, the article I was reading 
said like there this is even an app that's higher than it, it was like s- the subway app or something like that like it was just something <laughs> so stupid more people are ordering subway online than watching quibbies <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knew that it would have been, been a failure to release a streaming service that you can only watch on your phone when everyone's stuck at their house? Yeah, no shit. Oh, and you wanted to watch Reno 911 on there? Well, you can watch it in five-minute five chunks. There you go. Anytime I watch Reno 911, I always need to watch it on my 4K <laughs> <laughs> so I can see... I can see all of the awesome like pubic lice that pop off of Dangle. I don't know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't even know what the fuck are we talking about. Oh, Greyhound. Oh, yeah. Greyhound's going to be on Apple TV. Cool. I don't have it. Yeah, so no one's going to watch it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sure, because of all the all that's going on right now, the uh, Academy Awards are looking to be postponed in 2021. Okay, which is <clears throat> interesting because uh, makes me kind of wonder. Maybe they might even push back the uh, the date of wit- of eligibility for movies, considering not a lot's going to probably come out this year. Yeah, I wonder. Um... If they even put, if they even do them at all, and then they just like lump two years together. <laughs> yeah, but I I was kind of thinking that too when I saw that that was going to be postponed. I was like, I wonder if they're just going to put the two years together. Because why you do a partial year? I guess if you're because mm-hmm. I'm if they're going to push it back, the what they push it back to what like March, April, May? Who knows? Like I don't know if it gets even to that far. It's like you still have. Why don't you just wait till the end of the year and just do two years at once? Because not much came out in 2020 anyway, so who cares? <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 going to be an odd year for movies. I'm I'm really curious how our how our lists are going to turn out at the end of this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be very very scarce. <laughs> <laughs> oh you could uh we haven't i don't think we did that this year did we the most anticipated movies of the year did we ever do that <laughs> well, yeah well usually around the time that we do it was when everything got shut down so oh, it was yeah, like that's true what are you looking forward to because transfer ain't gonna fucking happen oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but i i love doing those episodes because or at least the ones that like movies that we've seen so far and we make like a top 10 list and i never usually see as many movies as you that are new and so you would have like these are my top 10 i've seen and like these are the top 10 that i've seen and they're like some fucking weird obscure ones by the time they get to like number seven (laughs) and you're like what the fuck is that I tell you guys that Lady Ghostbusters, you gotta tune in. <laughs> they came out years ago. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm finally getting around to seeing it again. <laughs> getting, around, getting around to it. Uh, Troy, we talked about it a little bit on the show, but Roland Emmerich's new epic, uh, let's fuck up everything movie, Moonfall. Yeah, 
they just cast their star, and you, you might be a little surprised. The Rock. It's going to be Halle Berry. Halle Berry? I am surprised. Yeah. I'm also surprised. She's going she to go, fight the moon. Holly Berry will fight the moon. I'm surprised that this is still a thing because I feel like we've been talking about Moonfall for like three years. Like, <laughs> yeah, like ever since we started the show, I think we've been talking about Moonfall. <laughs> I swear, like we've been talking about this for a long time. Like Roland Emmerich's got a new film coming out. It's where like the moon crashes into the earth or something. So <laughs> I don't know. So cool, Halle Berry. I haven't seen her much. So uh, let's see what you got. Roland Emmerich's bringing you back yeah. into the fold. Let's see what you got. Bring in Holly Berry. Let her fight the moon. <laughs> Put up your dukes, moon. Uh, there's still some talks about that uh, Mad Max Fury Road prequel, Furiosa. Uh, it, one in particular is that they may have found their Furiosa, who is, uh, I, don't, I don't think you know her, Troy, but her name is Jodie Comer. She is uh, one of the stars in the show Killing Eve, who's really good in it. First of all, how dare you think that I wouldn't know who that is? Secondly, you've guessed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, she plays, uh, uh, shit. What's her name? Villanelle in Killing Eve, and she's fucking awesome. She's like what Dexter should have been. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so she's really good in Killing Eve, and so I'd, I'd love to see what she would do with a role like Furiosa. So uh, can't wait to possibly see her play that role in the future. Very good. Very good. Well, then I'm excited that you're excited. Good. I'm glad that you are excited about my excitement. <laughs> and uh, my last bit of news, Troy, uh, Scream is getting a relaunch. Great. And uh, it's so big. It's such a big relaunch that they're even bringing back a favorite from the Scream franchise. That's right. David Arquette coming <laughs> back and playing his role of Dewey Riley. For the Scream reboot. Dewey Riley. I yeah. never liked the Scream movies. <laughs> I never liked <laughs> them. I don't even think I've seen all of them. It doesn't matter. I just... I think I've seen the first one, and I just did not care for it. Yeah, I think I saw the first one. I don't think I hated it, but... Yeah, I'm a, it didn't, like put me head over heels where I'm like, I need to see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> need to follow the further adventures of Dewey Riley. <laughs> the, the former WCW heavyweight champion. <laughs> David yes. Arquette. Yeah. David Arquette as Dewey Riley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Perfect. But, yeah, that's that's all my news, Troy. And uh, But I do have some bits. I also have some. Let me see if I can find that uh, those the the tunes. Yeah, since, since Neil's too good for us to talk the news, he's got to go play D and D like a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you find that theme, Troy. I'm gonna go grab another beer. You got it.
Here we go. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bids. Awesome. Thank you, Neil, for uh, chiming in again with that excruciatingly, excruciatingly long theme for members of the celebrity uh, community that have passed away. Yeah. You got a long-ass theme, Neil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, well, who do, you, who do you got there, JT? Who left us? Well... One that's pretty tragic that happened this week, uh, like I think they just, it was a kind of an ongoing news item, I think from Sunday, that uh, former WWE wrestler Shad Gaspard went missing for like three days. Yeah. And I think today they just found his body, like washed up on a beach. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Shad Gaspard from WWE, passing away at, at a pretty young age. I think he was like in his forties. Yeah. Uh, he, that, that thing was because Chelsea told me about it at first. So I looked into it and it sounded pretty tragic. Like they were swimming in the ocean and I think he was trying to save his son from drowning and like a, a wave came over top and just took him, And then the current just took him away and then he just never oh, came shit. back up. And it's like, Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's fucked up, man. Like that's like a sudden instant thing where it could happen to oh. anybody. That's why like yeah. the ocean scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Just things Dude, like I that don't want to fuck happen. with the ocean. I get scared like just like walking off on the beach and going like there's been sometimes where like uh I I went on like vacation with my parents like Florida and I'd, we'd walk out on the beach or whatever and like not even going that far out into the water, like, I felt like I was about ready to get, like, washed away. And I'm like, fuck this, and I'd run back. I can barely handle a wave pool, okay? I can't... <laughs> I, I, I get my ass knocked out every single time I'm in a wave pool. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the ocean, no thanks. So, uh... Yeah, yeah but... I'm gonna send a search party for you the next time you go to Noah's Ark. <laughs> Uh, they'll just fish my body out of there and start it back up in an hour, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, right, guys, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold off on some Adult Swim right now because uh, <laughs> we just found the body of Troy. Uh, yeah, but very tragic, Chad. Uh, you you'll you will be missed. That's a tra tragic story. Um, yeah, and I believe I have the same other one as you as well. Do you want to keep going? Uh, I mean, you can do it if you want. Okay. I'm sure people are here, tired of listening to me talk. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> the other, uh, a big one um, that left us this last week is uh, Fred Willard. Uh, yes. He left us at 80 years old, uh, born in 1939. You've seen him in a ton of stuff. Um, big comedic oh, yeah. talent. He, he's in everything. I I just remembered he was in Wally. 
<laughs> for a little bit. Oh yeah, he was yeah, he was the only only live action character in Wally. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I I didn't see what how um he died, but uh I think it was just old age. He's fucking 86. Oh yeah, 86. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, like he was in that he was the fucking head of the station in Anchorman. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was, and, uh, uh, we're planning for next week, if you're on board, still on board, Troy, to, uh, honor his memory by doing one of his, uh, from, like, I was looking up online, just like, eh, maybe we'll do, like, a poll of, like, Fred Willard movies and see what people want to decide, but it's, like, when I went online and I was looking up stuff on him, like, everyone points out this one role of being his best. And we'll we'll talk about that at the end of the show Very to uh, what your palates about what we might possibly be talking about next week. Right on. Uh, but yeah, Fred Willard, huge uh, in the comedy circuit. You uh, will be missed. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> so last year he was on uh, that he was on like a like a a sketch comedy show. Uh, fuck, I gotta remember what the name of it was, but it's on Netflix. But he's in a sketch where uh, he's the organ player for a funeral, but he's a stand-in for their other organ player, and he's he's an organ player for a carnival. So <laughs> <laughs> like he does like, he does all this shit where like he's pl- like, playing like fucking like whistles and like throwing dinner plates on the floor and shit while like people are like giving eulogies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god after we got done recording you're gonna have you have to watch it because it's fucking it's fucking good all right i'll, I'll look it <laughs> up my next song is is entitled he lift you on high and it's a it's a tragic tale about a baby duck who gets his head stuck in a stewed tomato and then it just starts doing a bunch of fucking whistles and shit <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to look it up right away. Oh, it's so good. And it was, like, just last year, so it's, like, he was he was still going pretty hard and heavy, like, even in his later years. Very good. Uh, well, that brings us into You Know It's Done. You Know It's Done. <laughs> Do you have any done? Do you have any doneness over there? I have two. Trailers, what Troy. the Count them two. I told you I had won, and then he had to outdo me. You're damn right. God damn. Well, I have won. Let me get mine out of the way, because it sucks. Uh, (laughs) I watched a trailer uh, for a movie called Force of Nature, uh, featuring Mel Gibson. And this movie looks like it makes no sense. (laughs) I guess there's like a category five hurricane coming into wherever they are, Florida, maybe. I don't know. And uh, so these cops are trying to make them evacuate their their property. And then all of a sudden, like these like Cuban or like uh, Haitian like people come and storm the house with the guns and stuff and start shooting people up. And then Mel Gibson has to like save everybody. I don't I don't understand what's going on or why they find it absolutely necessary to be doing this during a hurricane. 
Like they couldn't put it off. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's, it's like Hurricane Heist, but racist. <laughs> but it, I guess it, it deals with like drug money or something. I don't know. It it looks horrible. It looks horrible. That's the trailer I was watching, where I was like, you know, the guy in the Dark Knight that says these my dogs are hungry. I think he's in this. <laughs> And anytime I see him in anything, it, it just looks like it sucks. <laughs> so God. I don't know. It looks bad. So I'm. It's coming to VOD like at the end of June or something like that. But nobody will care. <laughs> nobody will care after I finish the sentence. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Mel Gibson. But that's it. That's all uh, I got. <laughs> Well, the, the two trailers I have is uh, they have a trailer for a movie called Antebellum. I don't know if you've seen anything for this, Troy. Nope. But uh, it looks interesting. It looks like a sci-fi 10 years a slave. Oh, okay. Where it, it's like a, a woman, uh, an African-American woman who's like living a pretty posh lifestyle in, in the present gets like abducted by a bunch of like weird futuristic people and they send her back in the past where she be's, where she's like a slave. Dang, is this a yeah. is this a Jordan Peele movie? That <laughs> sounds like it. I don't know. I think well, they like tout that it's like by the producers of like Us and Get Out and shit. So okay, I don't know if he's got his hand in it or anything, or if it's just like one of those things where it's like by the studio that brought you this. Where it's yeah. like okay, yeah, well, yeah, it's <laughs> their own thing, it's their own thing. But you're trying to like write off the back of something else. But I mean. For, for what it's worth, from what I saw in the trailer, like it does look interesting. So I, I'm definitely going to want to check this out. Okay. So it does sound interesting. So. Yeah. And uh, another, the other movie that I saw a trailer for is uh, Defy Bloods. It brought this up last week that it's uh, Spike Lee's newest movie. That's going to be coming out on Netflix, I think, pretty soon, too. Like June 12th, I think. Okay. But it looks like there's like a cool premise to it. Like, uh, so like this African American platoon from Vietnam, like they go back after the war is all done because their like commanding officer found all this gold and buried it out in the jungle. So they're going back to Vietnam to go find it. And then like while they're there, they're like reliving their time in Vietnam and like also dealing with kind of like the pushback of what it was like of like the people that are remember like all the shit that went down during Vietnam. Uh, it looks it looks kind of interesting. Hmm. Okay. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, and it's got fucking Delroy Lindo in it. He hasn't been in shit forever. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Dude, Delroy Lindo. He um he is. <sighs> the thing I can think of him being in right now is uh he was like the. The main police officer in Gone in 60 Seconds. Okay. Alright, I think I can picture his face. Yeah. But I remember seeing him like a whole bunch of shit like in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then it just kind of like disappeared. Hmm. Hmm. Alright. But yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. I, I kind of want to check it out. And it's like coming out like in the middle of June, so pretty soon. Right on. Good friggin' deal. Well, I think that will lead us right in to the Tournament of 
random movies. Yes, and it was a barn burner. Oh my god! This week, I actually have mail about the tournament, but I'd rather. Have oh my you, god! I'd rather have you set up <laughs> and say who did this last week before I read it. So, oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, so we had uh, Whiplash versus Brewster's Millions, and with a grand total of thirty-one votes, this might be one of the most voted on polls we've had yet. Yeah. Winning by one vote. <laughs> this one Brewster's was, Millions. This one was back and beats forth. Whiplash. By the time I voted on this, uh, I'm there was maybe a a dozen votes or something on it, but uh, Whiplash was beating it. It was like seventy five to twenty five. Like <laughs> Jesus, it was it was like in a commanding lead, and then slowly the Brewster's Millions fans came out of the woodwork and just started voting for this shit. <laughs> and then it was tied neck and neck, what, yesterday? Or earlier today, even? Yeah. And we just started... It was, it, was tied, it was, like, back and forth tied for a while. Like, there was sometimes where Brewster's Millions would be winning, and there'd be sometimes where Whiplash was winning, and then there'd be sometimes where it's tied. It was neck and neck for, like, the last couple days, I think. Yeah, so we just started retweeting it like crazy until finally the thing ended and with one deciding vote. <laughs> yes. like, holy shnikes. Uh, well, that brings us to the mail, if I could just interject really quick. Oh, interject away. Uh, this one from our buddy, King Kong Eric. Fellas! Of course. I can breathe easy now since my efforts helped to get Brewster's Millions to the finals. <laughs> One more to go. On another note, how about live a live viewing with Coach Havens for a Star Wars episode? I think his reactions as things could be fun. I'm now going to toast the win with some peanut butter whiskey. Cheers. And yes, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> So if people Did have it, say sent from my iPhone. Yes. Right after he said sent from my <laughs> No, no. He actually made it so he goes, and yes, with an arrow pointing down, and then it says sent oh, from my iPhone. Fantastic. <laughs> That's uh, a man that knows his mail. Yes, he he championed hard for his favorite movie, Brewster's Millions, to make it this <laughs> far. And so he just ra- he'd like to he just rub it in everybody's face. But if anybody hasn't been listening to our uh, early week, early in the week uh, shows, we have been doing a star warrantine uh, yes. uh, series in which our buddy Coach Havens, uh, we make him watch all the Star Wars movies in uh, chronological yeah. order. <laughs> yes, the not, wa- not from how people say you should watch them. We're making him watch them from <laughs> how you shouldn't watch them. <laughs> chronological order yes uh and so he's wondering if we could do a live like a like a mystery science theater 3000 version of that we'll we'll talk that Uh, over because those are kind of hard to do but yeah uh, i think in order to make those work you have to watch it yourself like three or four times yeah to really get down what you're going to say when things happen otherwise you're just kind of because I think we we try to do it personally, doing it with RoboCop, and we just kind of got into modes where we just sat back and watched RoboCop and didn't say anything because we like RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so w- we'll see. Um, w- probably won't happen because I genuinely like 
his reactions would be funny, but I don't know going forward if there'd be few and far between. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I almost like his. It would almost have to be kind of like we watch it and then we edit. We edit it to where we get his reactions for certain scenes or something. Oh, and that sounds like way too much work. And that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot of work. Uh, I like where your head's at, Eric, but I I don't know if that's gonna happen. But uh, yeah. with that out of the way, where are we at for the well, tournament? Now that we have our our first finalist determined with Brewster's Millions, we have to figure out our second one, which is our last semifinal match with Saw versus the Grand Budapest Hotel. What an odd matchup. <laughs> and very odd. <laughs> well, what, odder than Brewster's Millions versus Whiplash? I, 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 yes, I, I could say so. I think it <laughs> you is. You know what? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah we got uh quite did you imagine any of these movies getting to the end i yeah. i, I mean, can't remember what was before these so i don't know i have them written down here well i have the final eight written down yeah i don't know yeah i don't know if i could see i i thought actually tropic thunder would make it to the end Really? Just because it's like a cult classic and I thought people would vote for it, but... I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, the, from the last eight, but who knows. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, if it if it goes with current uh, trends of all of our tournaments, it probably will be in a movie not set in the 2000s. <laughs> or not made in the 2000s. So it yeah. really... Uh, the, the last the last one we saw that was in the 2000s was the worst one we ever saw ever. <laughs> so who knows? Brewsters might take it. Uh, who knows? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good possibility. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy would, world I, out there. I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Saw wins so we have a, a good uh, OJ versus Rita <laughs> <laughs> face off. Rita was touting Brewster's Millions to win so hard for this tournament. She was putting out, I'll send nudes again. Like, that's what yeah. she was doing. Granted. And she's pregnant right now, so it's like, it'd be weird. But I think more people would be into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she can't get pregnant like, you again, You get some right? real weirdos getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, and when when that's a threat. And that's seriously a threat for her to send news. That is a threat. <laughs> then, uh... It's a goddamn threat. You know that it's this shit's getting serious, so... There you go. Yeah. Brewster's Millions. And, so, uh, if she was willing to send nudes for Brewster's Millions, imagine what she's gonna be willing to do to get Saw to go over to the next round. Oh my god, she'll probably cut off a leg. <laughs> she'll <laughs> cut yeah. off a leg and mail it to you. <laughs> to get your vote. Show them to me! Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then, I think that's going to do it. I think that's going to send us right out of cryogenic freezing and into the far-off future of 2032. JT, yes. we're talking Demolition Man. This movie dropped October 8th, 1993. 
with a budget of $57 million, domestically made $58 million, but worldwide uh, took in $159 million total. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 59%. IMDb (laughs) (laughs) at 6.7 out of 10. Metacritic, 34%. And Movies (laughs) Movies in the Attic gives this three stars out of four. So, yeah, a little bit higher praise there. About 75% for Movies in the Attic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, JT, what the heck is Demolition Man all about? Well, we are following the not-so-distant future of 1996, (laughs) where the world's gone to shit. And the only man that can keep some semblance of order is world-class detective or mercenary or fucking army ranger, I don't know, John Spartan. (laughs) And he is... At odds with his arch nemesis, Simon Phoenix. That's right. And when something goes awry where he's framed for killing a bunch of people, both Simon Phoenix and John Spartan are put in cryostasis, which is the new prison, I guess. (laughs) Only to be thought out in the distant future of 2038 where the world is a completely different place, and they seem to be the only people that are prone to violence. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the only person that could save this new future, or maybe even uh, make a better new future, is, of course, the man himself, John fucking Spartan. God damn. Hmm. I have never seen this movie before. I've been aware of it. I'm surprised. This feels like a movie that would be in your wheelhouse. It really does. After seeing it, I I get that now. Uh, (laughs) I have listened to many of a thing about it. I've heard the how does this get made about it. And it, uh, without, without seeing it, just hearing about it, it sounds absolutely crazy. Watching it... This movie should not make any sense <laughs> whatsoever. No. No. <laughs> there is no logical reason for anything to happen in this movie. Nothing. Nothing makes sense in this movie, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, since you did not see this, you didn't know that this was that this is what Austin Powers was based off. Oh, I can totally see that because when uh, yeah. somebody when uh, Stallone was getting dethawed all I could think about was the warm liquid goo phase <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, I, that's, I was like I almost forgot about it when I went into it like, oh fuck that's right this was what Austin Powers ripped off was fucking demolition man <laughs> god that's insane <laughs> but this this movie makes no sense on every conceivable level. Nothing should work. Uh, yeah. And yet yeah. it it 
uses that as like a charm and still ends up pulling together something uh something fun i it's weird to say that it's fun dealing with like a uh like a, an assemblance of a lot of violence like horrible violence <laughs> but it still kind of is it's still like light and digestible i don't know it's weird yeah i i just love how cocky this movie is where it's like they're trying to predict three years in the future and they're already saying that the world's gone to shit and there's cryo prisons <laughs> three years in the future yeah. <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> why there's cryo prisons why yeah, why? <laughs> why do we need to preserve our criminal <laughs> why okay just think about it in their in their brain they think that they're taking these horrible criminals freezing them and so when they thaw them out when their sentence is over, decades later, but it'd be mere minutes to them that they're going to be reformed? <laughs> what, yeah. What's going yeah, on there? Like the, the, the best way of reforming them is to just let 70 years go by that feels like nothing to them and then teach them to knit. <laughs> Granted, I guess that wasn't the case with these uh, with uh, Stallone and Snipes. Because I guess they felt every single year of it, I guess. Doesn't Stallone say that during the movie? Yeah, yeah, well, they, I feel like that's kind of like their take on, uh, like, capital punishment, too. Where, like, a lot of people have said that, like, uh, people that get put in, like, the electric chair, like, they feel every, every volt of electricity that goes through them. But because it's so fast to us, it's like, oh, it's probably painless. Yeah, I'm right. like, I've, even heard, I've even heard stories of, uh, like, even uh, lethal injection, where, like, even the even though you're uh, put under, like, you can, like, I've heard stories where, like, people that didn't, like, officially completely die, but, like, were, were still given it, like, they said that they could feel, like, they could feel, like, their their lungs, like, collapsing, even though they were under. Where it was, like, it's, it was still torture, even though they were asleep. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like that at all. Uh, yeah. But, so, anyway, that aside, <laughs> uh, the cryogenic freezing, uh... They they end up waking up in the in the far flung year of 2032, and boy are things different. They uh, oh yeah. Now the war torn Los Angeles is is now like a a peaceful um, megalopolis of like almost all of the big California uh, coastal cities of San Angeles. Yeah. Uh, and everything is. Right as rain, uh, cars drive themselves, uh, the police are barely needed at all, so it makes question of why there is even a police force to begin with. Uh, it's, it's a utopia. Yes. And, uh, uh in this, in this utopia, it, it's, it's run by, um, uh, who? What's the? What's like this? Cocto. Cocto. Yeah. This. I, is he's like the mayor uh, or something? 
Yeah, is, is, is yeah it... he's both like he's like both like the mayor, and he's like also uh, runs the the cryo prison. <laughs> um, and and thing it's culture shock once Stallone gets out of there, and as soon as yeah. he gets out, he has many questions with many expletives, and boy, does that get entertaining! <laughs> he just starts. <laughs> cussing up a storm in front of this machine and it just starts spitting them out uh, uh, tickets for using coarse language. So, yeah. The future sounds like it sucks. Like, 2032 <laughs> sounds horrible. Yeah. Right? I, like, watching it this time around, I could definitely tell this movie is, like, this movie is borderline right-wing propaganda. <laughs> because <laughs> they're like it's like look what's gonna happen if the liberals take over everyone's gonna be a fucking pussy they won't let you do anything fun and then that then they have to bring in this fucking meathead from the 90s to break out a bunch of guns and make everyone start living a little bit <laughs> yeah because yeah. Uh, there's times in here where it's like what you mean we can't have any fun where it's like like, there's, like, sometimes, like, okay, yeah, that's a little too much. But then there's other times where it's, like, what about the violence? Can't we have violence? And it's, like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> I mean, isn't no violence good? <laughs> but there's, like, man, there's there's not enough killing going on. We should, we should have, I wish people were killing people right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you, Sandra Bullock? <laughs> yeah. She is all about freaking the uh, early 90s or mid 90s of things going on, doing even like history lessons on the demolition man himself. Yeah. Because um, she just wants some actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's she's getting cabin fever with all this non-action going on. She wants some goddamn action. <laughs> uh, so here's a bunch of things that are banned in 2032 uh cigarettes obviously um alcohol caffeine contact sports <laughs> all of those yeah. bad language chocolate gasoline um and anything spicy is also illegal and then <laughs> even when they go to a restaurant and they ask for a little bit of salt they said uh you probably shouldn't because it's a it's unhealthy and I'm like, oh my god, this place is out of control. Like, this, they've gone that's too where, far. That's where Troy put his foot down. No salt? <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. You mean I can't put a little pinch of flaky salt on my dinner? Huh? What the fuck is this, Taco Bell? <laughs> also, the fact that Taco Bell is the only restaurant ever now is bewildering yeah. me because it won the franchise war but i'm like okay yeah. so it is the only fast food restaurant there are many other non-franchise restaurants out there but maybe not no choice the only restaurant got it got it i'm so sorry uh and i, guess I was also a big fan of the of the the commercial jingles that <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah all music is banned except for commercial jingles Oh, it's so that why would that ever be a thing? Yeah. 
<laughs> what I, the fuck? I, I think one of the, the low-key best characters in this whole movie is Benjamin Bratt, because he plays such a fucking dweeb throughout. <laughs> yeah. I love him in this. <laughs> he's such a fucking, like, baby-faced boy scout. And, like, he's always in the back, he's always, he's always in the background, but like, just, like, the small things he does, I'm like, God! Benjamin Brad is fucking killing in this movie. <laughs> when, and you know what? The only like songs that they end up singing are like jingles for hot dogs <laughs> or something. Like, I swear they sing the armor hot dogs one and they, I'm pretty sure they sing like another hot dog song later on. In yeah. They, the Oscar Mayer Wiener one. I think they sang. God. But there's, but like the the fucking uh, piano player in Taco Bell sings Jolly Green Giant. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, very classy establishment that Taco Bell, uh, dressed to the nines. Oh yeah, and you got to sing a classy song like Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> of course, uh, you got to be singing about fresh vegetables <laughs> if you can. Uh, so um. I wasn't quite um, sure when Wesley Snipes came back what his deal was. So was he being like mind controlled or what? Well, no, they uh, well they have like a whole thing where like they set processes in you to like because uh, they do they kind of do it with uh, Sylvester Stallone where it's like when they bring uh, criminals back they give them like processes to that, like, are supposed to help rehabilitate them. And, like, Stallone's is knitting. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, they, uh, this cocktail, uh, foregoes that for just wanting to kill Edgar Friendly, who is just a guy that's causing some chaos because he wants to live a normal life. Got it. And that's, uh, Dennis Leary, right? Yeah. Well, like, oh man, it, I can't wait to talk about Dennis Leary when we get closer to that. Because he, this is definitely like in full fledged, hey, I'm a comedian, Dennis Leary. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about him in a little bit. Um, yeah. There was also the question of three seashells in this. I cannot figure out, maybe my mind is too primitive, how. Three seashells would be far better off than wiping your ass with toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. I and I, I don't know I, I don't know how you would use them, but they are I guess they're more environmentally friendly. I uh so I was reading on IMDb trivia on how cuz it's in there like how the three seashells should work. And yeah. it's like they use two of them to grasp what's left in there. And then yeah, the you, I think you're you're supposed to shit in two of them, and then you scrape your asshole with the third one. <laughs> that sounds so painful. <laughs> but uh, I, I I love their reaction, like Sandra Bullock and Benjamin Bratt's like reaction when Stallone comes out of the bathroom when he had to like take a shit. He's like, "There's no toilet paper yeah. in there. There's only seashells." And they're like, oh, back in his time, they used wads of paper to f- wipe their butts or whatever it was. <laughs> and they are, like, dying laughing. And I'm, like, watching this movie 
like seeing it for the first time thinking like what the fuck is going on in this movie (laughs) (laughs) what this is a necessary thing they needed to do apparently so because it brings the question has arisen many times on why the seashells are there but i also like the joke where uh stallone just goes up to that uh ticket machine just starts cursing in front of it to get yeah. all the tickets to <laughs> go wipe his ass. Well, that was pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. I I love their commitment to that joke because they will do it anytime someone swears. It is <laughs> yeah. so fucking good. It goes off. Like, even all. just like Wilson Snipes is letting out like a random motherfucker, and then you just hear, "You've been fine, one credit in terms of the <laughs> blah blah blah." blah. <laughs> you just hear it off it in the always- background. <laughs> <laughs> always hear it in the background it's so fucking good <laughs> oh shit uh, like, even like when even like St- like Stallone is like letting out like an impassioned speech and he's like this is bullshit and he goes still here John's why you've been fine one crowd in terms of the blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh like they, they stay committed to that joke throughout almost the whole movie <laughs> Uh, I was also doing trivia on this, and I think it's a smart idea that there was uh, uh, reshoots of the movie uh, to put in the 1996 portion of it uh, due to Stallone's um, suggestion. Because he, like, I guess the quote is, um, people don't care about Oz if they've never seen Kansas or something like that. Which I'm like, oh, that's a pretty eloquent way of saying, like, you should probably see where it started from to see where we're at. (laughs) <laughs> and I, oh yeah i think it's a pretty smart idea and that thing just jumps into high gear like right away <laughs> yeah oh yeah they just go right into just <laughs> stallone just blowing away a fucking building <laughs> that that also set the the tone for the entire movie too because like oh yeah he's chasing down wesley snipes and just barreling into this building whatever and Wesley Snipes has this thing loaded up with gasoline, C4, all the explosives that you could ever think of. Yeah. <laughs> that he thing, has every explosive that ever existed in this building. That, that thing goes up like a fucking atom bomb. And maybe <laughs> there is a cut on each one of their, like, their forehead. That's about it. They are in yeah. that building when that thing goes off. And they are yeah. no not singed. They may be a little bit bruised from a roundhouse kick they took earlier on in the day. That was <laughs> that was about it. Like, okay, I'm like, okay, so this is the tone that we're going for. Okay, it's all right. Fine. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and then it yeah. like, very quickly jumps to them being cryogenically frozen. And Oh yeah. They they rush into it. It's like, oh okay, fuck this. Let's let's go to the future. Let's yeah. freeze these motherfuckers and go yeah. in the future. We spent a lot of money on that future set. We need to show it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I, I was gonna talk I wanna talk about Simon Phoenix a little bit because every time we talk about Wesley Snipes, you and Dave always get into uh Blade and then, like, I watched Demolition Man so much as a kid that, like, I always go back to Simon Phoenix when I think about Wesley Snipes. Because Simon Phoenix is the most fucking insane person Wesley Snipes has ever played. <laughs> yeah, he's he pretty is crazy. in fucking insane. He's got a fucking blonde flat top and two different color eyes. 
Oh, he's got two different and color eyes. I didn't know that. When he fucking wakes up in the when he wakes up in the future, he's dressed like fucking kid and play. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like fucking orange pants and suspenders. <laughs> it's oh, it's it's. I love fucking. I love Simon Phoenix in this shit. I guess I didn't know like how good of like a martial artist. Wesley Snipes was um, until I was doing like just some research on the movie and they were saying like he is like an accomplished black belt in, in something and like karate or whatever and so they actually yeah. had to like have him slow down his movements and so that's why he kind of looks oh, like a yeah. little wonky in the movie because they had oh, yeah. to they, they, like, they like made sure they, they telegraphed those fucking spin kicks he would do. <laughs> That's his whole repertoire is spin kicks. That's all he knows how to do is <laughs> spin kicks. Spin kicks and machine guns. Anytime he starts like hand-to-hand combat fighting Sylvester Stallone, it's always like very slow, drawn-out spin <laughs> kick to the chest. <laughs> and I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> Uh, so this movie was made in 1993, uh, and they're jumping, uh, very many years into the future, but I would like to applaud this movie for kind of guessing, uh, future tech a little bit. They had, uh, obviously self-automated cars. They have those starting to roll out here in the current time. They have, uh, tablets that people are working on. They have, uh, telecommunication like meetings like granted there's like a screen for every chair in the room but i mean it's like a zoom call but if people were robots i know yeah it is so overdone that he has to have fucking like six screens in his fucking <laughs> and the meeting room follow you around the room yeah walk around uh there was a few other things too and now i have forgotten it there's a Lethal Weapon 3 poster in Sandra Bullock's Oh <laughs> in yeah. Sandra Bullock's office. With her being so obsessed with uh with the 90s. What do you think of Sandra Bullock in this? Like her character? Uh I she was I like everybody from the future was a little weird. And like I couldn't yeah. really grasp on like if she cuz she did some action scenes, but she was also kind of like happy-go-lucky as well like it's a weird balance she had to strike and it was never really balanced it was like either one or the other but i yeah. I, I don't know I, I i know she took the role from somebody else who left through creative differences but i don't know what'd you think i, don't know, I thought she was kind of charming even down to where like they always made it where she was uh always misquoting like uh 90s quotes or whatever it's like we're gonna lick your ass. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I did forget about that. That was pretty fun. I like that. <laughs> like, yeah, all of those were, yeah, were. I don't know. She's she had like a little, like a charm about her. Like I remember even like watching this as a kid. I was like, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just like, I don't know. Like yeah, like she comes off as dumb, but it's like this world's kind of dumb. But like she kind of comes off more charming than everyone else because she's more bubbly about it, whereas everyone else just seems like a fucking geek. Or a dork. Or a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't. I didn't hate her. It just seemed like, um, I don't know. It it was hard to strike that weird balance of somebody who wants to see a lot of action, and yet was still kind of like happy go lucky kind of deal. But maybe you. I mean, I guess you would be that if you grew up in that time. It also was kind of yeah. weird too that it's like it's not that far into the future. Well, like, <laughs> I, I'm surprised like people like it would be such a leap in in the cultural zeitgeist. Even yeah. like the fact well, they even that, say uh, when when Wesley Snipes kills someone, they said the last uh, murder death kill was in 2010. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And so I guess what was it like? How many years did jump? Did they jump like fifty years or something? Yeah, yeah. Let me think. Something forty something years. I think. 40, I think yeah, like thirty. Yeah, it was like forty. Like maybe thirty or forty years. Um, but like, there's a guy later on in the police force that was with Stallone as a younger cadet, like, and is still working yeah. for the police force. So he remembers the time of what they used to be. And it's so weird to think that, like, it's not that long, <laughs> long yeah. ago, and yeah. things changed so drastically that they can't even comprehend of, like, how things used to be like a mere, like, my lifetime ago. <laughs> like, that's not, that's like... I don't know. I, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's just a matter of, like, uh... I don't know, like, it doesn't matter, like, what you know throughout your life. I'm sure there's plenty of people that grew up in different times that can't compre- that couldn't comprehend what the time before them was like. I think that's just generational. I guess. I mean, I, mean, I guess that I'm going at, like, I, re- I know what 1996 was like, me personally. <laughs> because yeah. I was 10 years old, and I can grasp what 1996 was like. And when it gets to 2032, I will still remember what t- 1996 was like, because it's not that far off. And it's just weird yeah. to me that we're gonna be we're gonna be older. Like for people that run alive in 1996, they're not gonna know what it was like. Yeah, but all those people were adults, like in the freaking. Yeah, they were, but they weren't. They, they weren't alive in 1996. Like if it was 40 years in the future, yeah, if it's. Like, 40 years in the future, and Sandra Bullock's, like, probably, like, what? Like, late 20s, early 30s? And they said that all this shit started going down, like, in the 2000s. I guess. That's only four years after 1996. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I'm trying to discuss logic in this movie, because it has none. (laughs) No shit! (laughs) Uh... It's like the fact that they have a fucking museum with guns with live ammunition in them. <laughs> that was ex- the exact next thing I was going to bring up. <laughs> where he goes, I need a gun. The only thing is in a museum. And I'm like, well, surely they wouldn't have live ammunition in them or even work at all. And not only do they do, but they work perfectly. Yeah. To the fact that he uses a cannon in that fucking thing. He and then uses- after they get there, like, they're just... After that, they're just pulling guns out of their ass. Like, where the f- <laughs> there, there could only be so many guns in that museum. And then it's just like, the minute they, they visit, they're like, Stallo- even Stallone is just pulling guns out of his ass out of nowhere. I'm like, right. where'd you get that? You've only been to the museum once. 
<laughs> and it like almost, and then they kind of blew up. So where are you getting all these guns? And he's just reloading like crazy. It's like, what? yeah, where yeah. Where's all this ammunition coming from? <laughs> he's constantly reloading guns. <laughs> And poor ass Dennis Leary's got like a fucking double barrel pistol that he like manufactured or something. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Stallone's got the fucking he's got a fucking uh, artillery <laughs> bunker somewhere in his apartment or something, I guess, because he's like he's constantly like pulling out guns and reloading them like all the time. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about Dennis Leary a bit because this is Dennis Leary. Just being Dennis Leary. In this oh movie. wow! This is peak. I'm gonna be a stand-up comedian, Dennis Leary, because any chance he gets to do his stand-up, he does it. And <laughs> some Dennis Leary can be funny, but I am not a fan of his stand-up. His his stand-up is just ranting. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever seen a Dennis Leary stand-up. I I, I couldn't even tell you if I have. Yeah. He, I've, I've seen a little bit of it, and it's like, he just, he's like, uh, he's like a more rough around the edges, uh, ah, oh, fuck, who was that guy that did, uh, that did, like, Weekend Update, uh, Dennis, ah, oh, fuck. Dennis Leary. <laughs> no, not Dennis Leary, but, like, um, the guy that goes, cha-cha. <laughs> Cha-cha? Yeah, like, fuck, what's his name? He was on, uh, last... He was on, uh, Weekend Update for Saturday Night Live for the longest time. Norm MacDonald? No, not Norm MacDonald. I think his name was Dennis, too. Oh. Um. Not sure. Couldn't tell ya. (laughs) I'm looking it up. Dennis Miller. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like a he's like a more rough on the edges Dennis Miller when he does his stand up. Oh, shit, you saying cha cha now is like totally on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's Dennis Leary's stand up where like he's just like he just keeps ranting and saying random shit where it's like, is this funny? I guess it's funny. I guess to some people they think this is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but I, 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 mean, I do like Dennis Leary as an actor, and I've seen him in shit where he, he can be funny, but when he's like, when he, he gets in there with the mindset of, hey guys, I'm gonna be funny, it's like, oh no, no, Dennis. Not now. Do what you did before, yeah. <laughs> Just do what you were doing. That was funny. It's like, no guys, I'm gonna be funny this time. It's like, it's like, when he's aware that he's being funny, that's when he's not funny. To be fair, w- once it got to the underground part, like I kind of lost interest in the movie just a bit, and before I got like yeah. back into it, like I was totally on board. But like once it got to like an underground civilization, and they were trying to like make a point, I'm just like, okay, like come on, like I don't want that in my movie right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like that he did eat a rat burger and thought it was delicious. <laughs> Uh, and continued eating it, knowing that it was full on a rat burger. Yeah. Uh, Stallone, that is, also found it weird that they had a of like mint condition 
car underground that had oh my God, gasoline yeah. in it that's still in the midst of conditions like it's literally surrounded by shit and it's like sterling like waxed <laughs> yeah. and got a full <laughs> tank like, like, how the fuck can you not make your your living dwellings look better when you have a fucking pristine looking 1970s car yeah i know <laughs> but that thing ran like a fucking top to tell you what yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah it is it is not this movie is just so 90s it is ridiculous um but that being said that it is totally like 90s action cheese like yeah that completely works for this movie because if it was done today it would be made completely different and it'd be not as good like yeah great. oh yeah if it was made today it would try too hard to please everybody like that's what i don't like about movies today is like it, it's i don't know like there's just a i feel like there's just like there's like a focus group that's like okay will, will people like this will people not like this if they don't like this then we won't have it in there but like in the 90s man fucking action movies were just like some dude got super coked up and was like <laughs> we're making a movie and we're gonna we're gonna do all this shit i don't even know or care if it makes sense but i'm making it yeah they're gonna have a gunfight <laughs> like, at the end there's gonna be explosions it's gonna end pretty great <laughs> yeah uh yeah and uh, yeah it, there's oh everything about this down to just the fucking insane and in, like insane wesley snipes and just stallone being stallone and just the fucking uh just the crazy backdrop of this weird ass future <laughs> and this and then just the action alone just like just random fucking action scenes like when they fucking blow out that get that glass floor and start fighting in like uh earthquake torn los angeles oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where the how the fuck is this happening now like <laughs> they're just fighting in like a fucking a storefront of a fucking war-torn Los Angeles because it was underneath a museum. <laughs> I also like that sometimes Wesley Snipes has, like, superhuman strength. <laughs> because... Oh my god, yes! When he throws that dude through the fucking, like, <laughs> plate glass to get the guns out, <laughs> he's just like, how much do you weigh? And he didn't even, like, wait for him to give the answer. He, like, picks him up and hurls him through a window. And there's, like, <laughs> something earlier Like a window on. that he tried to spin kick and didn't break. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, something else, like, earlier on in the movie, too, where, like, he, like, punches or kicks a dude. And he, like, flies through the air. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold <laughs> on here. What is happening? But, uh... Oh, my God. I guess I... I it's it all it like helps with it's like what the fuck factor. Also, like when Stallone goes back to Sandra Bullock's apartment and she's like, "Well, do you want to have sex?" <laughs> and just like <laughs> asks him point blank, and he's like, "Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do." And then they like just put on those helmets, and he starts like getting all nuts and fucking about to blow his load in his little kimono or whatever the hell he's wearing. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Sylvester Stallone is wearing kimonos out the ass in the <laughs> Everyone is wearing a kimono. Like that's what Oh yeah. But Stallone is like wearing his to be like, well, I wear a kimono, but I gotta show off my body. 
Yeah. So it's like wearing the smallest fucking kimono. <laughs> and it's going to be sleeveless, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be sleeveless and it's got to be tight as fuck. <laughs> the exact opposite of a kimono. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, uh, all, all in all, I didn't know what to expect at all. Like, I had some idea of what the movie was, but this... I think blew away my expectations because I had no idea this movie was going to be this fun. And that's like the main thrust of what I enjoyed of this movie in general. It had fun with itself and it didn't take itself seriously at all. It had ridiculous things in there for no reason. And they knew it was for that. Like it was just for fun. And like, that's what, that's what like I would go back and revisit this movie to watch it again. Cause I'm like, I had a great time. Like this movie was like just a little over two hours, I think. Like yeah, um, and it felt like it flew by. Like I, I felt like oh, I, know. I watched it like late last night while everybody else went to bed, and I it was done, and I'm like, oh man, it's like is it like only like eleven? And it was like <laughs> close to one a.m. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like this movie like was great. Like I yeah. I was so excited for you to see it because out of everything that you always say you love, I was like, I can't believe he's never seen Demolition Man because it's so far up your alley of like what you like in movies. <laughs> so if if I were to grade this movie, knowing that it like full well makes no sense and I completely understand the Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes ratings, but as a fun factor, I would rate this an A and I would watch it again. Like oh to, yeah, I watch it again tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get it. I'm I'm almost right there with you. Like probably yeah, pretty close to an A because I this was like the movie that I watched as a kid where I like would sneak, I would like sneak downstairs and watch it because I knew it was it was rated R, and then I have, I have to cover my eyes on like the the part where like he uses the eye, like the dude's eye to escape. <laughs> oh jeez. Like, oh no, that's 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 too that's too gross. And I fucking like hide. So I was like fucking like seven years old. <laughs> well, yeah, Demolition Man is a fucking great time. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so insane and yeah, I I I love it. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad we did it for this week's app. Good for you. Oh yeah. Um. Well, is there anything else that you've been into uh, this last um, week? Um, not too much more. I uh, I've been trying to watch a lot of uh, something that I'll talk about on Monday, but uh, yeah, beyond that, really not much else. Okay, I um have actually been enjoying watching the series on Hulu called The Great, uh, and it deals with. Uh, Catherine the Great of Russia. Uh, have you watched any of this yet? No, no. And you brought it up to me like a little bit ago, so I think we might jump into it. Uh, this show is super fun. Like it, also, like uh, very much exaggerates history. Even in the title, when the title card comes up, it goes the Great, and it has an asterisk up by it. And it, down at the bottom, it'll say, like, a sometimes uh, accurate event or something like that. <laughs> and, like, um, 
the guy who played Beast in First Class, what the uh, fuck is his name? Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt plays um, the uh, Emperor of Russia at the time, and his bride, Catherine, later known as the Great, gets... Yeah. Uh, she... Um, uh, the first episode is them meeting for the first time, and just seeing how big of a piece of shit he is, and, like, that's... But it's somehow he's still, like, fun to watch. And everybody yeah. everybody is, like, kind of jokey. And it's not, like, a... It's not an accurate period drama at all. And it's... Everybody has fun with their roles. And there are heavy things that happen in it. But, like, it still has, like, a lot of levity. And, like, every single episode ends with, like, a pop song. And <laughs> it's... It's great. Like, I can't, like, help but want to watch all of it in a night but like i can only stay up so late you know what i mean but me and yeah. chelsea have been really she put it on randomly and i wasn't quite sure about it because i kept seeing hulu ads for it but i'm like yeah i don't know if i really want to watch a period piece you know what i mean but like yeah this is the kind of period piece that i want to watch which like it does not take itself seriously at all. This must be just the week of me just watching some freaking weird bullshit <laughs> because like the great, I, I would recommend to anybody. Like, I think it's fun, like super fun. And I think, yeah, I, like, I uh, yeah, I, I remember you sent that to me and yeah, it does seem like a, I do kind of want to dive into it based on, uh, your recommendation and, uh, me and Molly also watched, um, there's like a HBO series called Catherine the Great. That's, I think it would probably match up to what you guys are watching or probably take place like after what you guys are watching where, uh, it's a more serious approach, but it like Helen Mirren plays like Catherine the Great and it kind of follows like her later years where she's like a total like womanizer to men. <laughs> Yeah, and just like, fuck it, just like takes all these like young dudes to bed, and then she like falls for like a general who's who kind of becomes a piece of shit here and there, and I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, Nick Nicholas Holt, uh, he it's a huge womanizer in this, and uh, right at the beginning, like when he is supposed to meet Catherine the Great for the first time, he comes out of like a back room. And he, like, meets her. He's like, oh, very good. Uh, we will have our uh, wedding maybe later today. I'm going to go back to my horses. <laughs> my horses. <laughs> and then, like, runs back off into the room <laughs> just to go bang a bunch of chicks in the back. <laughs> and, like, he uh, even hires a dude just to be, like, just to bang Catherine because he doesn't want to. Because he finds her unbearable. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's really good, and he always says like, "I don't see why anybody would hate me. I'm I'm lovable. Everybody loves me, and I have a huge cock." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, man, I've seen you in two things, X Men and this, and like it's like night and day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's all I've been into this last week is just that. Right on. So, so, JT, if people want to talk cheesy 90s action with you, where could they do so? Oh, you can always talk that with me at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for Everyone on Instagram and Bucky for Everyone on 
Snapchat Troy. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review or Review Pod on Twitter as well. While there, you can vote for the tournament of random movies. What do we got this week, JT? Hey, it's Saw versus the Grand Budapest Hotel. So make this a banger, just like the last round. Uh, if we, uh, I got nothing to follow that with. Yeah, just <laughs> vote for the tournament. <laughs> random movies. <laughs> All of our uh, new episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com, as well as every other podcasting hosting site out there. Uh, Google Play uh, or Google Podcast, rather, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify. If you listen to us on Apple, you can rate review us there because it helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in, such as good old Eric, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. All right, what do we got coming up Monday and next Thursday? So for Monday, Star Warranteen, still in full effect. This is our first detour from the Skywalker Saga where we're going to be diving into the animated film of Star Wars colon The Clone Wars. That's right. That is right. Uh, just stretching out The Clone Wars just a little bit to get a little more get a little more yeah. info what happened on in between episodes. Get a little, two more, and three a little more Clone War action. That's right. <laughs> and then Thursday, what's coming up? And for Thursday, uh, tease a little bit in the beginning of the show that we're going to be honoring the memory of Fred Willard by talking about what I found online to be what people consider his best role ever, where he's one of the broadcasters in the movie Best in Show. Best in Show. So we're going to tackle a Christopher Guest-helmed mockumentary for next Thursday in honor of Fred Willard and his craziness. Me and Molly already like rewatched it because she just wanted to watch it again. Yeah. And Fred, Fred Willard is fucking insanely hilarious in this. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. I don't know if I've ever watched this all the way through. Is best in Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think so. Not that I can remember. Um, so yeah, that I, like love, I love this month because we're, we've been going so weird on the movies we've watched this month so far. Cause it's like, we've done extraction, the white house demolition man. And now we're doing best in show. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's no rules anymore, man. It's, it's anarchy out there. <laughs> uh, so that'll, that'll be the show. Uh, join us for the next few coming up. Uh, but until then, I have been short of the Max Extreme. And I am JD3K. All right, and we are off. <laughs>